Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, guys. It's Wednesday, October 25th, 528 a.m. Central Time. Mixed trade in the grain markets this morning. December corn futures down a half cent at 483 and a half. November soybeans down a half at 1294 and three quarters. December Chicago wheat up one at 581 and a half. December Kansas City wheat down a quarter at 662 and three quarters. December spring wheat up four and three quarters at 733. We have some updates on these uh, Chinese purchases in air quotes of uh, corn and soybeans, I guess. On Tuesday, several uh, several Chinese agriculture companies signed 11 agreements to buy billions of dollars worth of U.S. agricultural products. The majority of the sales are for soybeans, but the deals also include corn, sorghum, and wheat. The agreements are frame contracts, which means they are non-binding letters of intent to buy at a later date. China's imports of U.S. grain are well below normal this year due to Brazil's bumper crops. Chinese purchases of U.S. soybeans are down 41% on the year, and corn purchases are down 73%. And correction, that actually happened on Monday, not Tuesday. Uh, look at the, we got a picture of it. Don't they look excited? Um, <laughs> Thrilled. So, yeah, these are non-binding frame contracts. They, they don't mean anything. There's no actual purchase here. It's like a gesture of goodwill, essentially. I had thought that this was happening like as recently as two years ago. And as it turns out, the last time that they did this was in 2017, which just tells me that I'm getting old, I guess. Um, Chinese purchases of U.S. corn and soybeans are off sharply versus the same period last year. Here's a chart if you guys are watching on YouTube. This is U.S. soybean export sales accumulated commitments to China for the current marketing year. So the out of the last 10 years, the only years that were worse were years that were associated with the trade war. And aside from that, we're kind of like bottom of the barrel here. Now, we've got a lot of time to improve this. Um, China continues to buy U.S. soybeans. Typically, if, if you look at this chart, I mean, through November, December into January, and uh, it could especially uh, increase, the, the purchases could increase if you ran into some uh, perceived South American weather issue. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like a, a, it's a story, but it's not a story. The story for me is that the sales are down and we need an improvement. Do these uh, non-binding purchase agreements lead to more sales? I don't know. We hope that they do. The market is not acting as if we're going to see any big sales reported anytime soon. And usually the market is pretty good at sniffing that stuff out before it's actually reported. ADM beat Wall Street expectations for third quarter profits thanks to solid ethanol and sweetener margins, along with strong Brazilian crop exports. ADM's profit for the quarter, however, was, uh, was down year over year. The company's ag services, oilseed segment, and nutrition unit saw weaker than expected profits. As a result, shares fell 3.5% to 69.85 on Tuesday. Given the increasing demand for crops used to produce biofuels, ADM's long-term outlook remains positive. I don't really care a ton about the company's earnings, but the CEO, <coughs> excuse me, on the earnings call had a few interesting comments. He said, uh, Spiritwood, North Dakota soy crush plant will be fully operational by early November. He said Argentina is going to run out of soybeans to crush in November, which is interesting. And that's all a result of last year's drought and the fact that they had like half of a soybean crop in Argentina last year. He said he expects U.S. ethanol exports of at least 1.4 billion gallons next year. 
He expects renewable diesel production to grow to 5 billion gallons a year by 2025 or 2026. Also said he sees renewable diesel and sustainable aviation fuel combined annual production capacity at 14 to 15 billion gallons by 2026 or 2027. So a lot of talk about biofuel and the expansion, uh, sustainable aviation fuel, renewable diesel. I guess that's all uh it's good that it's on the ADM uh, CEO's radar and is kind of like top of mind. So I guess that's good news. So if you guys have not already subscribed to our premium services, you need to check them out. Joe, can you tell me about the video you put together yesterday? Uh, the diesel situation is very interesting. Uh, I ran through kind of the fundamental um, aspects of, of the diesel market, uh, stocks, refinery capacity, all of that stuff. I know this is not the biggest line item for most of you guys necessarily on your farm operation, but it absolutely does matter. And I can't talk about grain markets and grain marketing every single day. So if it's something that matters, we talk about it. This was yesterday's premium video. If you guys want to see that video along with all the other premium stuff, there's a new video every single business day along with our morning email that goes out every day at 5 a.m. Central Time. Uh, go to standardgrain.com. You can sign up this morning. This is a $50 per month subscription. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. Nobody will try to sell you anything else. It takes like one minute to sign up on your phone or computer. You just need a credit card. Check that out this morning, guys. I'll send you over a copy of this morning's email, which includes the six most recent premium videos. Brazil is working to increase crop acreage. The powerhouse is negotiating $2 billion with foreign investors to help with the recovery of degraded pasture land. The discussions include investors from the Middle East and Asia. If achieved, the funds would be available to producers through loans at reduced interest rates. Brazil's 10-year goal is to restore 99 million acres to expand its production of crops such as corn and soybeans. The restoration would also help reduce deforestation in the Amazon. Did you see that 99 million acres is what they're trying to bring in to rotation of new mm -hmm. new corn and soybean acres, essentially, that weren't there? I mean, this is... Uh, Guys, we uh, we need the, this domestic uh, processing capacity in the United States to uh, do everything that we've been told and then some because Brazil is going to absolutely eat our lunch when it comes to soybean production. I mean, they already are. And U.S. is still king in terms of corn production. But Brazil is going to continue expand to expand. Uh, guess who's behind this? They're kind of vague about it. But um Sovereign funds, as well as other government-controlled entities in Asia and the Middle East. So I would almost guarantee that Chinese money is behind this. They said that uh, Saudi Arabia's state-owned fund was among the parties interested in contributing funding. So, I mean, Brazil is going to continue to expand at any expense. And the way that they frame this is that this is old pasture land. They're not going to They're not going to. Uh, knock down more rainforest, I guess, to do it. But 99 million acres over 10 years, that's uh, its not good for export prospects, guys. According to the Rosario Stock Exchange, Argentina's main farmland received 1.8 inches of rainfall this past weekend. Prior to the rains, 90% of the region was under drought conditions. The lack of moisture caused a reduction of this season's projected wheat yields and delayed soybean planting for some farmers. The recent rainfall may be the beginning of the long-awaited El Nino weather pattern. More rain is forecast for the region over the next week. Yeah, forecast doesn't look half bad. Here's the uh, Euro model as of this morning, and I kind of circled roughly where your corn and soybean areas are. So yeah, they've got some more rain coming. It's not everywhere, but it's in a lot of places. And uh, this is much, much needed. I mean, that drought from last year is still in place and, and impacting 
pot- production potential in, in a lot of these areas. So this is when the wet season begins uh, in South America, generally speaking, and it looks like we're kind of trending in that direction, I suppose. USDA reported a flash sale of U.S. corn on Tuesday. U.S. exporters sold 117,200 metric tons of corn to Mexico for delivery during the current marketing year. The sale is considered routine business. Absolutely routine to below routine, I guess. Um, I don't know. Mexico is reliable when it comes to corn business. I know the business everybody would love to see is China, and they have been largely absent. Cattle kind of stabilized yesterday. Uh, they did. Feeders were down 85 cents to a buck 80. Live cattle futures actually hit their lowest levels since June yesterday, but like feeders, they also stabilized. They were down 47 cents to up a buck 75. Box beef had a positive day yesterday. Choice ended the day at 305.98. That was up a buck 44. Select ended the day at 280. For even that was up to 98. Outside markets this morning, guys, US dollars up just a little bit. Stocks are mixed, bonds are off a little bit. Crude oil is down 29 cents in the December WTI at 83.43 last trade. Have a great day, guys. We'll talk to you Thursday.